full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Eggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like the full court press on sports talk radio 1069 fm 1390 am the fan no don't just don't say okay you got the day off you shouldn't be here right now what are you talking about you oh that sounds great i'm i'm good to be here you okay (laughs) hey i'm gonna text you something right now cody okay okay this (laughs) is the full court press (laughs) <laughs> and I sound like shiz. <laughs> you need to do like a voiceover narration for a movie right now. Uh, I mean, I it, I should be begging for uh, doing radio yeah. ads. Pull that up. Because my voice okay. will not normally be like this. I don't care where it's from. Just pull it up. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what is going on. Okay. Good. Yeah, there's uh, a little bit of uh, <laughs> you a little bit like of something crap. going around in you the building. Need, no, today. yeah, it's yeah, not it's COVID. going around the bowl. It's going. Go, okay, so why are you here? Because those of us if who I have was this, sick, you guys would have already had COVID and have already had the vaccine. I don't care. You're sick. I don't want to get sick. I'm Cody not. I'm just. Get it's sick. just my voice. It's just, it's a cold, Eric. It's voice. contagious. Here's how cold works: is when no, you're look, in the I'm, same room as other people and you're. Oh, and look, you know Shania what? gave me a bunch of Ricolas. I don't care what Shania gave you. I've been like trying to be careful, like save my voice, not go too crazy. So, dude, it, it sounds worse than it is. No, you need to go home. It sounds worse than it is. You got it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one second. Oh, my goodness. This is the full court press with, well, you're about to find out who, and myself, Hajay Salves, and Cody's running the board today. Yes, I am. And it's good to have you back, Cody, again. Thank you. Uh, if you want to text into our Gil Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. What are you – you sound horrible. Go home. I don't I'm feel th- horrible. I'm serious. I don't care how you feel. You're sick. I'm keeping my distance from no, you. No, you're not. You haven't kept your distance from anybody. You're walking around the hallways. You're touching things. I've been, your mouth is against that mic. I've been tucked away in my I've, own little corner. I want you to sanitize the crap out of that mic when we're done with the day. And that <laughs> area. Be, and yes. that chair. And anything else you've grazed along today. Dude, stop. You are sick. No, I'm, I just, feel fine. Really? Oh, it's just you my feel voice. Fine. Oh, I just, what, what, you hit puberty? Congratulations. <laughs> I don't know what else to explain to you. Second, second puberty. You got it, Cody? Yeah, I think so. That's just what that was about. So, it's not about politics, it's about football. Can you voice that? Game this week against a great football team, great organization. Okay, go ahead, pause it. And that's where it all is. Yeah, we're just uh, playing football. <laughs> it's him. It's, it's him. spot on. It's we have the man in Bill the studio, Belichick Bill Belichick. Here, everybody, wow. You know, we're, we're we're just gonna uh, go out and practice. <laughs> man, it sounds just like him. Everybody, do your job. That is the only reason why you're allowed to nine four six three just texting. Wait, that's Eric. <laughs> You sound like crap. Go home. Yeah, we uh, we really <laughs> oh like Tom. Gosh. That's really, really, that's <laughs> spot on. Play some audio again. Play some audio. Oh, my gosh. I just barely exited out. Hold Tom, on a second. Tom Let's likes to uh, throw the ball you, around. Hey, no, you quiet. Hold on. It's amazing. You sound just like him, really. <laughs> yeah, that is not good. Uh, I, I mean, I love hearing it's, Bill Belichick. It's never good to be compared to Bill Belichick is what no. you're saying. 
Well, no, just not his voice. <laughs> not I mean, his like, voice. out of all the things, like, the voice thing it's you could voice. probably get rid of. You, like. <laughs> you really got out of it? Coach, were you um, happy? On Seattle. All right. Coach, were you um, happy? But your team's always He's a man of little words, I guess. Like. On the outside, given the nature of this person, did you find it... Uh, Helpful to talk Seattle. to your players about this. If any of your players talk to you about this, are there Seattle. Any concerns about any loss of anchor as a result of this. <laughs> this sounds like him. Oh my god! Lawrence Taylor was like that. I mean, Lawrence Taylor. Okay, okay, pause it. He, uh, Say Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor. Wow, that's amazing. On to Seattle. It was like that. I mean, Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my gosh! You're like gonna pee your pants over there. He's <laughs> fangirling uh, out. Too. Okay, listen. As comforting and as cool just close as this your is, eyes. I should record something for you. You should, and you will be thinking oh, that it's man. Bill Belichick with yeah, a personal. Hey, oh, this is what Ajay will want. Be like, I really miss Tom Brady. I want him back. I made a mistake. <laughs> we have a spot for you, Tom. Hey, this is uh, Bill Belichick, coach of the uh, New <laughs> England Patriots. Just want to give a shout out to our number oh, one fan, Ajay Salveson. Wow! You have that, and this is this is cameo. Pay me fifty bucks. Are you? Are you? I'm gonna be making. Are you a rolling bit of on this? this? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Dude, we this. just got a new promo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, uh, welcome to the Full Court Press. Ajay Salveson, Bill Belichick, Cody Olsen's <laughs> running the board. Nine three one five text in. Sounds like Ajay. Sounds like Ajay sleep talking. Wait a minute, that's Eric. Wow, <laughs> sleep talking. I like it. I still my favorite text is nine four six three. Wait, that's Eric. <laughs> if you want to text into our show four three five three three nine zero three two one, part of the Gil Mortgage text line. Uh, hey, is there liners over there? Let's have that. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Uh, what? What? what uh, yeah, tell, remember, uh, Gil Mortgage uh, will help you find the loan to fit your life. Select. From Should hundreds of loan this, projects, but... projects of your needs, uh, Guild Mortgage offers hundreds of loan products for a wide variety of borrowers, including first-time home buyers, military families, and rural residents. At Guild, they work hard to deliver what matters most to you and find the loan that fits your life. What's the number? Uh, the number is 435-294-2480. Dude, you gotta go home. I'm not going I'm, home. No, we've got texters who are like, oh my gosh, that's Eric. That's how bad you sound. Go home. I'm, this, I'm, this is Eric, not Cody Eric. and I got the show. We're you, fine. You have a guest host. <clears throat> guest host today. Why did you? Don't Bill, clear your throat. Bill Belichick. Don't clear your throat. The only reason why, you, why you're this, here is because you sound like Bill Belichick. Here. When you clear your throat, you sound like Eric. And nobody <laughs> wants you here. Okay? So it's just... Keep your throat all gargly and stuff. All as is. gargly and stuff? Okay, speaking of drinks. I don't even know what that means. Mm -hmm. um, why did you get me a regular Dr. Pepper? Look. I want to diet Dr. Pepper. Look, the, I got you a tall one and a moon pie. Why? Yeah, why did you get me a moon pie? I don't know. I thought you'd like a moon Actually, pie. Actually, I love moon pie. Based so on how you. you're it's dressed very, today, I yeah. thought it fit your apparel and your getup. It's very thoughtful of you, Eric. So, yeah, actually, okay, the moon pie is really good. Why did you get me a Dr. Pepper? You know I do diet. I don't do regular. What were you thinking? I know you like Dr. Pepper, and it was a tall one. So, 
You sound like garbage. You, you I thought you wanted home. to. I thought you wanted we, to we down a ten. Nine four six three says can't wait to have AJ host the rest of the week after y'all get sick from Aaron. Yeah, that's what it's. <laughs> it's gonna be the AJ and Cody show for the next two weeks because I'm gonna be sick and so are you. I need plexiglass like right here. You're gonna be. Uh, you're gonna be out on Thursday, and you might be out on Friday too. I know, dude. Should I have taken that deal? I shouldn't have done it, huh? I shouldn't have done it. Gosh, because dang it. of how I sound today. You should just send me to go do it. I, dude, you're getting paid really good if you do it. I'm looking for anything that will pay me right now. <laughs> <laughs> that Eric. Look, that's a good opportunity for AJ. Look, you get to go call a baseball game, do a little play-by-play on the radio for our friends in Vernal. I, 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 I I'm excited, but at the same time, I miss the show. Like, I love being a part of the show. And I'd rather be part of the show than go call you into, no offense, Ridgeline and you into, but I'd rather go call, be a part of the show. And if you're sick, it's going to be Cody. I won't be sick. I'll power through. I'll be fine. No, there's no, okay. A lot of orange okay, juice, apple if juice. If you're sick, you're not, powering through me still means you're sick. Ricola. Hello. You need to go home. A lot of extra rest. No, oh yeah, rest. You're here at work, Eric. <laughs> you're here. I'll hang out in the bathtub. You're freaking here. Draw a nice hot bath. If I'm sick or Cody's sick, you guys are sending us home and you're like boarding up the doors. But because it's the vice president, you can't. <laughs> don't. Uh, don't. Go do home. Don't say that. No, I'm good. I don't know if Look. I can take it serious when all I hear is Bill Belichick. <laughs> I know. Dude, that's, I'm, just, I'm still stuck on that right now. We don't, we don't take any plays off. <laughs> do your job. On to Seattle. <laughs> Nine three one five. Look how much money you can make the full court press. We love Audrey on the show. We will miss Eric if he leaves. Eric, go. <laughs> Leave. Leave. Look. Speaking of leaving, let, let's talk about the Oakland A's. They may be leaving. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the Oakland A's, because of the new stadium that's uh, on hold or stalling, at least been on hold for years at the end major league baseball is like uh we've got an issue you guys need to go check out some other cities to go play baseball and oakland's like hey look we can we, we can make this work you know we we, we still want to be it's a 12 billion dollar stadium you know 12 million well mixed use development it's a whole area it's not just a stadium the stadium itself oakland is excuse me the athletics are willing to pony up a billion dollars of their private money for this so the organization said it would include $450 million in community benefits, $955 million in general fund revenues, and an $855 million commitment from the city for infrastructure improvements. So the Oakland Athletics, they are proposing that they will privately fund a $1 billion stadium Wow! and spend even more money on development in the area, which would include... 3,000 units of affordable housing. Wow. <clears throat> Office space, retail space, a hotel. But this has been going on for years, trying to get this figured out. But Oakland has already chased off the Warriors. They've already chased off the Raiders. And if, this, if Oakland City cannot get this figured out, they're going to lose the athletics <clears throat> as well. Well, and, and here's the thing, too, is that stadium is old. It's junky. It's it's restrooms. I mean, everything is in really, really bad shape. 
even the clubhouses are not that great. I mean, it is time to build a new stadium, and they need to get there. But when you have a whole entire slew of you know other you know activities that you want to build around it, that's when it becomes a big, big project, and sometimes a bigger problem. And and this is a huge issue. Like, so what? What they they suggested uh, or suggested Las Vegas as one of the cities? Is that right, Eric? Well, so <clears throat> Major League Baseball has basically uh, gotten a little bit more involved here in this in this discussion. And openly telling the athletics organization, if if Oakland cannot get this figured out, we are giving you the green light to pursue other options in other communities. Hey, but here's the thing: is it that? But isn't it two point two billion to do it? Well, no. If you're that's to create a new franchise. If you're okay. an existing franchise and you just, just relocate, in. okay, it's a different story. <clears throat> well, and Las Vegas has that new AAA stadium, and it's beautiful. It's nice. It's really gorgeous. It wouldn't take much to upgrade it to add more seats to make it more. No, and the Salt Lake Bees are major headed there next two weeks, I believe. They're headed there for a road series. Yeah, the Aviators. Yeah. So I, mean, I was there just a few years ago, just as it opened, and. Based on a lot of the community, local news, and the, the in the the buzz in the in the neighborhoods, they were really really excited about this new ballpark. And 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 with that, you, you talk about what Oakland has lost so far. Las Vegas has gained a hockey team, an NFL football team. You got the tournaments finally coming back over there. Um, there has been conversation about holding an NBA All Star game in Las Vegas at some point. I mean, that's that's an up and coming city, like it already hasn't been, but it will be more so in a sports regard. That'd be huge if you can get the Las Vegas A's over there. It'd be awesome. Well, Rob Manfred, uh, in the past, on a couple different occasions, he has also mentioned, and we talked about this with uh, when we had Steve Klauke on the other day, but uh, Rob Manfred in the past has mentioned other communities that could be potential sites for a future Major League Baseball team, including Portland, Oregon, which we've talked about multiple different times before, Vancouver, British Columbia, Ooh, wow. Wow. But that is a that is a growing metro there. That's a beautiful city. Um Nashville, Tennessee, Charlotte, North Carolina, and getting a baseball franchise back into Montreal. Which honestly, I don't know how much I think that is great because they had their opportunity and they didn't support it before. I'm not yeah, I'm not really entirely thrilled about the Montreal thing. I think British Columbia or is that British was it British yeah, Columbia, Vancouver, British Columbia. Okay, it's not that far from Seattle, so you'd have an instant rivalry with the Mariners. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, it's a destination location. Puts another franchise in Canada. I'm telling you, just kick out the Angels and move the A's there. Problem solved. Angels aren't necessarily having a horrible season this year, but look, this the thing with Oakland, uh, their their current arena is 55 years old. The A's have played in Oakland since 1968. Oh, wow. Here's what a, a, a spokesman in the mayor's office, they released a statement late last month, just a few weeks ago, that said, the city is willing to bear its resources to help make this vision a reality. However, today's proposal from the A's appears to request public investment at the high end of projects of this type nationwide. So... Uh, I, I guess we get to play devil's advocate here is Oakland City as a city saying, look, you can 
this is great if you want to build a, a, a stadium and a new arena, but how much of public tax dollars should we bear to make this happen? You're asking a lot of us. I mean, the city's getting a bad rap because the Warriors left and the Raiders left and now the A's might leave. Everybody's looking really bad on Oakland. But is Oakland just standing up and saying, look, guys, you want the public to fund this private entity. How much How much should we bear? And there's a great debate about what those public-private partnerships look like anyway for arena deals. There's a lot of them. So, But I think you can make the strong argument and why they continue to be made is create a, uh, have some public money to help fund these projects because it is a long-term investment with people coming from outside of the area into this proximity to where the arena is that's going to benefit a lot of other side benefits, parking, restaurants, hotels, and uh, it's going to bring attention to your community outside of what's going on. 9463, if the athletics move to Vegas, they should be required to play on the same Allegiant Stadium field with the Raiders, just like they did in Oakland. <laughs> Dude, and by, uh, by the yeah, way, that's so, not going to happen. Uh, we need to do a Friday Five Best of the Best Stadiums. Like, just best stadiums and maybe in regards that you've ever wanted to attend a game to. There's five stadiums ever in baseball or in football. I mean, what would the stadiums be? But uh, I, I, I want to ask you, because you're a city guy. You're familiar with how the like, city works, especially in regards to funding. Um, how should Oakland handle this situation? Should they just buck up and say, hey, look, we got to do what we got to do to keep this team here? Or do you wave the white flag? And, I mean, look, if the team, if we can't make this work financially, we're in over our heads, the team's got to go. Yeah, I, that's a great question. I think at some point you have to consider like how much is too much that they're asking for public handouts to make their this private entity uh, work. Um, but at the same time, if they're willing to invest a, a billion dollars to redevelop this area, that's also going to not only provide a, a baseball arena, but also provide opportunities for low-income housing affordable housing, uh, office and retail space and hotels and make this area of our city look a lot better. I don't it's worth it's worth the investment. But I don't know, it's you have to put the numbers together and figure it out, but this is a this is a weird deal in Oakland and how they treat their their uh, sports franchises. The Oakland A's have been weird with how they've dealt with just people in Oakland, period. Like, they abandoned their local radio. Who does and that? And they said, what, what kind of a... Oh, what, people don't listen to radio anymore. We're just going to do on apps. And everybody's like, where'd the baseball games go? You what can't listen of, to a baseball game. What kind of uh, franchise would abandon their local radio and leave them out to dry? Really weird. Bad idea. Never works out the best. <laughs> But eventually, they they only lasted a little while, and they turned back around and said, "Okay, okay, okay, we'll we'll figure something out with the with a local radio partner." I mean, they weren't doing radio. Period. It's not just a local radio partner; it's just they weren't doing radio. Period. So they've done a, they've made some moves in that market that are highly questionable that make it hard for diehard A's fans or even fringe fans to still stay on. I think they're they're trying to make something happen so that they have a better arena, better parking, a better facility, and better surroundings as well. And there's some arenas in in some places where you go to the game, you don't want to step outside of the the arena. 
It's a dangerous place. Yeah. But what they're trying to do is like, look, we want it to be a good general neighborhood of where these games are going to take place. One we five, want to be a good partner, a community partner. 1570, we got a couple questions for you here, Eric. Uh, 1570, what creates more revenue, football or baseball? Uh, I think it's football. The thing with baseball is you have a, a stadium that's not too much too much smaller than an NFL stadium, but you have more events. It's not always as full, but you do have more events. So that's that's the the real financial value of a major league baseball club is you have a lot of home games, more opportunities to sell concessions and tickets and all those other things. But I think generally speaking though, that the revenues in the NFL are greater than those in major league baseball. Uh five three seven four, you can answer this one too. How does it work for the city? Are they loaning like a billion dollars or is it purely a, don- a donation? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know the full partnership that they're proposing. Um, but uh, it looks like they're asking for, like, as the article in the, on, uh, from Jeff Passan says and from ESPN, they're asking about $850 million from the city to help with infrastructure <laughs> and to help oh, lay it all out. But their point is, like, look, this is a big project. There's going to be a lot of partners involved. The city should be involved. The city should be a partner in this. Don't make it just all up to uh, the, the public uh, enterprise to figure this out. The, the community, the, the government needs to figure out how to make this flow, and they need to be a partner as well. They're going to benefit from it. They're going to get the tax revenue from whatever goes into that space. So whether it's a, a baseball stadium and thousands of uh, apartments or restaurants or retails or hotels, they're going to benefit from that. They're going to get an increased tax base from that. 1570, Oakland should have tried to keep the Raiders over the A's. I feel like if they let the Raiders walk, then they won't put much of, or put up much of a fight for Oakland uh, for the athletics. I agree. I agree. Like, you're talking about a stalwart franchise in a stalwart city with a diehard fan base in Oakland. I mean, those Oakland Raider fans, for better or for worse, was right there with you from the start. Yeah, but that's also a franchise that's been on the move before. Yeah, Los Angeles. So they were in Los Angeles for a while. And then back in Oakland. Or did, did they start, was it in Oakland, Los Angeles, and then back to Oakland? And then to Las Vegas. Las so Vegas. that's a, So that's why you have a hard time. Like, if I'm looking at who has equity with their fan base, it's the athletics ahead of anybody. Yeah, I'm with you. They, I think they've been there the longest. I don't. I can't tell you when Golden State Warriors began, but they were a transplant. Cody. They didn't originate there. They were in, uh, I think, Philadelphia before they moved to uh, San Francisco area, Oakland. When did Golden State start? Start. Uh, their franchise. When did they start? Because I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was the A's, Raiders, Golden State. So it was gold. So Golden State was in 1946. Oakland? Oh, thank you. One five seven zero. The A started in Philadelphia. That's right. The oh, Phil- the, the Ace Philly started Ace. in Philadelphia. Yeah. So wait, gold, what it, the Warriors started somewhere else too, and then oh, they really? relocated. Hey, weren't they the site? The San Francisco Warriors. Uh, I have to look it up. Their history. I, th- I think they're. I think they're like San Warriors Fran- were founded in 1946 as the Philadelphia Warriors. Oh, they were in Philadelphia too. Look at that. 
Okay. So were the Raiders the Philadelphia Raiders then? Like, I mean, <laughs> seems to fit, everyone's like, you know what? We're sick of Philly. Let's just move to Oakland. It's going to be better there. Yeah. 40 years later, 60 years later, whatever it is. Well, that didn't work out too well. He started in Philadelphia. So I didn't know the Warriors did too. Yep. Well, o- the, the athletics, the A's, they've been in Oakland since, what did I say, 1968. Yeah. And they're, the the arena they're in has been there since night. Uh, well, the other it's been arena. there for fifty five yeah. years. So this this business about you know it's kind of funny. You know they should go to Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. I think we've clearly got to a point where, and we're seeing this more and more. But I think we've clearly got to a point, and this I think started a few years ago, but where sports teams no longer share venues anymore. You have your own building. For your own purpose. The only other thing you might share it with are like events, like concerts and things like that. But it's it's rare to see a multi-use arena anymore. I mean, even the Clippers are trying to leave and have their own building instead of sharing uh, with the Lakers at the Staples Center. I think there's still a few uh, basketball, NHL, NBA, NHL uh, venues that still share. Uh, Those venues aren't that vastly different but we're getting more and more into specialization of venues and uh makes sense now oakland for the a's it's just baseball there it has been now for a few years year and a half i guess you could say um they don't have to worry about raising the mound and lowering the mound and moving the bleachers uh, on sundays so it's just a baseball venue i would hate to see them leave oakland not because I love Oakland, not because I'm a huge Oakland A's fan. I just, you've been there for so long, just trying to figure something out to still keep it there. And if there's somebody else, like a new venue, a new city that wants to, to start baseball, well, let's look at expansion and get a new team started in Portland or Las Vegas or Nashville or wherever else. Sorry, I was just <clears throat> I was reading on the Cole Brennan story. We'll get to that year after the break. This uh, the problem. <clears throat> the problem is is the cost, and I mean after a COVID pandemic year, I mean costs are going to be down, uh, or at least not costs, but just donations are going to be down. Revenues are down. Yeah, a, oh, in an extreme way, and you yeah. still and you still don't even have some places don't even have any capacity crowded all whatsoever. And and now you're asking for money to donate for a new stadium. It's just it's a tough it's a really tough ask. Well, the thing is, this has been going on for years. Oakland has made it clear for uh, the Athletics have made it clear for several years that they need a new a new arena. There, it's crumbling. It's bad. It's not a good place at all. They need a new place, and they're, they're looking for help. And for years, Oakland City has not been a good partner. The Raiders were trying to find a new arena, a new place to build an arena in Oakland. And Oakland thumbed their nose at them. And so the Davis clan is like, fine, we'll go to, we'll go to Las Vegas. Uh, But the major league baseball has made it clear. Like, look, if uh, athletics, if you can't get this figured out and they're sending a very strong shot across the bow for the city of Oakland, you have every right to move. And trying to create a, a, a new space or an updated uh, ballpark 
where you currently are is not feasible. So they're they're expressing their concern. And and they're really disappointed with the city of Oakland. Well, and it, I mean, we've and I think you have too, Eric. I mean, I've been in junk stadiums traveling around with sports. Like uh, I went to uh, what was known as Jack Murphy Stadium, then went to Qualcomm, and then now SDCC. Um, it's been it's been uh, destroyed now. Yeah, that's just a pile of rubble. Yeah, but I, I walked in there. I mean, I walked around that like the the locker and there, like the locker room area, and then in the press box. That place was junky. That place was old, beat up. I mean, just nearly shredded. It was in bad, bad, bad shape. Uh, the Utah Jazz Arena, before they did some renovations, was not in great shape either. That was There were some issues over there. And I think when they started renovating, they saw those issues really peak up. And they're like, oh, well, glad we're fixing this now. But it was, I mean, it was not in great shape. And someone, like, somewhere like wires were put and such was really strange. There was a lot of things that didn't make sense at the time. Well, one of the just last thing on this, and we can move on, but the uh, Major League Baseball released a statement talking about this issue. But what they've said, I want to just read the verbiage directly here, sure. and you can kind of see where it's going. But okay. um, we have instructed the athletics to begin to explore other markets while they continue to pursue a waterfront ballpark in Oakland. The athletics need a new ballpark to remain competitive, so it is now in our best interest to also consider other markets. It's it's very possible that the city of Oakland finally figures their crap out and like, okay, we'll capitulate, we'll make something work here. But if they don't figure it out quickly, there could be another community that's like really hungry to get a major league baseball franchise. Oh yeah, and give them some sweetheart offer, and the A's are like, you know what, we're tired of dealing with Oakland. We've been doing this. We've been going the rounds for four years on this. Yep. Let's go somewhere where they want us, where they are begging for us to come, and we'll just move. If you move, do you change the name? Yeah. Yep. If you go to Portland, because you said the Portland A's. Here's here's what happened is. Or you change it to something else. Like when Minneapolis Lakers went to Los Angeles Lakers, people were upset. There was a lot of upset Minneapolis. Minneapolis. What did you say that? Minneapolis. Minneapolis. There was a lot of upset Minneapolis Laker fans. There really was, because they left and then they took the name with them. The New Orleans Jazz went to Utah. Made no sense. I, I mean, that still makes no sense. The Utah Jazz makes no freaking sense to me. And in contrast, the Sonics moved to Oklahoma City, but they changed their name to the, the Thunder. Thunder. The Browns moved to Baltimore. They change their name to the Ravens. Yeah. So, and, and do the A's? Do they that change their name? Yeah. There's a lot of history okay, with so that. If they if they moved to Salt Lake with those colors and I, that logo, if they moved to Salt Lake, you call them what? Would you just keep the bees? You're the salt. You're the uh, Salt Lake bees. Remove the AAA part. Remove the AAA team because they're going to go elsewhere. And uh, you keep the bees. Uh, or if you move to Las Vegas, you'd be the Las Vegas Chips. The Las Vegas presidential flashcards. Well, their minor league team, they're the Aviators. I don't get that. Why? There's a military base nearby. I think it's big for flying in Vegas. Well, that's because people fly into Vegas all the time. I mean, like, school to fly in Vegas. Uh, see, the Raiders and Rams from 1570 did not change their name. That's true. Yeah, but you're going from Oakland to L.A. Now, St. Louis is an interesting one. St. Louis Rams to L. 
Because, well, no, they, they started in Los Angeles, right? They went from Los Angeles to St. Louis. But the St. Louis Cardinals, they went from St. Louis to Phoenix. Arizona, yeah. Arizona. That's true. You don't always have to change your name. You do if, it, if it's not going to fit. The Utah Jazz doesn't fit. That doesn't fit. We're, we, we don't listen to jazz music here. What about Baltimore Browns? I mean, there's some alliteration there. Why don't they keep the Browns? I like Ravens. That Raven thing really stuck to me. I like I like that. But New Orleans baby cakes. I mean, sometimes you get desperate. <laughs> the New Orleans baby cakes. Uh, nine four six three. I think spiders is the best nat- mascot name that no one uses. Utah spiders. Richmond spiders. Richmond. Oh yeah. There you go. Richmond Spiders. That's call, right. Call them the Utah Pioneers. See, that'd be cool. I'd be okay with that. Utah Pioneers would be awesome. Probably get made fun of by everybody, but who cares? Yeah, you're playing into their hand on that one. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. Uh, it's a full court press. We'll get into some jazz talk. They blow one. Uh, played like crap. Ended like crap. They lost. Who Ended called? like crap. There yeah. were a lot of blown calls by the refs. No, don't blame the refs. I'm looking Here at the two-minute report. Here are you. Listen to you. Oh, hey, Golden State's not that good. We're going to win next day. Hey, blame the refs. Sound like a Boston fan. Full Court Press, 106.9 The Fan. Are you a small business owner? Who's your bank? This is Bruce Rigby. I want to invite you to bank with us at Cash Valley Bank. We specialize in helping small business, and we have great people. That's the Cash Valley Bank difference. Decisions made locally, without all the red tape, by people who care and know how to help small business. Cash Valley Bank, growing, expanding, and proud to have our roots firmly planted in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. Do I think it's a good look for for Kevin Durant to, to go after Michael Rappaport? No. But I also think that if we are we taking everything that's said on surface level as being like I just it feels like there is a locker room talk aspect to it. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from one to four on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The fan. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from four to six on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The fan. Uh. And our producer is getting better and better and better. And he's not even getting paid. Uh, Piranha Sweets in here on the Full Court Press. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Uh, He says, Ajay's living a childhood dream today, hosting the Full Court Press with Bill Belichick. Ajay sounds so giddy and Eric sounds like crap. (laughs) <laughs> Makes so much sense. Uh, uh, you want to text into our Gilmore? Just text line. You know the drill. 435-512-15. Sorry. I just what number it. are you giving out? Sorry. 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 You're giving I, out someone's I, no, personal cell phone number? Leave, leave me alone. Who's texted into the show? My bad. 435, don't. You know, you're sick and you're here, so I don't want to hear a crap from you. We're just focusing on Seattle. <laughs> Quit clearing your throat. Stop it. If you're going to be here, you're going to be some use to us. Don't clear your throat. 435-339-0321-1534. Text into the show. 
Cleveland negotiated to keep the Browns name, so Baltimore had to find a new name. Ah. That makes sense. Yeah. Baltimore Browns does not sound good, by the way. It's got um, some alliteration to it. Leon Rose texted in. Audrey, don't really believe in the two-minute reports. It doesn't change or prove anything. But I agree. I agree. The, 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 L, the LTM, L2M reports don't do jack. Um, you played like garbage, and you lost a basketball game to what Eric thinks is a bad basketball team. It's they're, not the refs. They're barely above 500. They're a bad basketball That's what I'm saying. You, you think they're a bad basketball team, and they yeah. lost. A bad basketball team is below 500. They're a mediocre team. No, the way you talked about them yesterday is that they're a bad basketball team. No, you were talking you, like they were NBA championship worthy, and I'm like, Look, they're 35 and 33. Let's just cool it a little bit and no, realize what, I what said they that are they really would win are. by 12, and you said, well, they're 35 and 33, OJ. They were up by 14 until that mad run by JC. Who, by the way, I've never seen a player get you into a game and shoot you out of a game that quickly. I, I have a hard time getting, getting too worked up over Jordan Clarkson because if not for him, the Jazz wouldn't have been in the position they were in. Um, he single-handedly brought them back and gave them the lead. But unfortunately, his decision-making in the last minute, minute and a half Cost the Jazz cost him, yeah. the win. But look, the Jazz just needed one good offensive rebound. It's a different you, story. You, look, you always need one good offensive Or All the right, a guy hits a one of four shot. bad calls. Oh, my Correct. goodness. You're not going to sit there and hang on to the L2M report and say, well, this is why we lost. 32.9 seconds going uh, remaining. Steph Curry makes contact with Clarkson during his jump shot. In No call. It was an incorrect no call. It wasn't made. It should have been called, and it wasn't. Uh, at seven seconds to go, Poole moves off the ball, dislodges Clarkson during the inbounds play. Should have been an offensive call. wasn't called. Um, the ball goes out of bounds. Well, first, Green grabs Gobert. Doesn't allow him to, to do a rebound. To do a rebound. To get grab a rebound, excuse me. With <laughs> oh, let's make that a thing. Do a rebound. Do hey, a rebound. Do a rebound. <laughs> That's not called. And then the ball, they call it out of bounds, but it never went out of bounds at the close of the game. Eric, look, it's like point I'm not, on the clock. I'm not, look, I'm not going to be that guy that's you, like the refs cost the game. You just did. You just did. But what I am showing, illustrating is that to beat a team like Golden State with a superstar like Steph Curry, you have to beat them soundly to beat them by just a few. Because he's going to get those calls. That's a championship team. They have banners in the rafter. wasn't that long ago they won championships. They're going to get calls that the Jazz won't get. Or maybe not get down by 14 and get your butts handed to and shoot horribly and then have to rely on the dramatics at the end of the game to get you back into it. What what team relies on dramatics? Like what teams like? Okay, by, do you know look at the clock. Bad, oh, yep, geez. it's time to have twenty four points by one player in the fourth quarter. That never happens. Jazz do it pretty often, where they they play horrible for the first three and a half quarters, and then for some reason, light bulb clicks on, power goes on, and here comes the Jazz storming back from a sixteen point deficit, claw back into two. They lose by one, and we're looking at the what ifs. Now, granted, look, Golden State had a three-point buzzer or a shot at the half court to end the third quarter, I believe. At the end of the third. You kind of look at that and you say, man, if he doesn't make that shot, 
maybe if we don't go like eleven of thirty four, what whatever it was from three, that maybe helps us just a tad. Uh, maybe if we can get an offensive rebound or a defensive rebound, so Steph Curry doesn't get a second look to hit the game winning three, maybe that helps. Maybe if Jordan Clarkson doesn't make dumb decisions down the stretch, maybe that helps. I don't know. Well, look, he also got rocked on a couple of those. That there's. You know what? Get called. LeBron James gets clocked. Zion Williamson gets murdered. Uh, and ben, you don't think that those guys ben benefit? Simmons gets hit. Get the benefit of the doubt more so than some guy who's coming off the bench. Yeah, of course. Now LeBron not so much anymore. He used to. He doesn't anymore. Anthony Davis does. Uh, four seven eight one. AJ literally hates the Jazz. <laughs> never I have. Oh, see, I heard. Oh, see, never have I heard him say anything good about them when they lose. Fairweather fan you are, AJ. Uh, out of the 69 games played, how many games have been won by 10 or more points by the Jazz? Maybe 15 I, uh, of them they have had to come back from being down. Boo-hoo, AJ. I'm just saying, when you play like garbage like the Jazz did, don't go to the L2M report to say, oh, man, if we would have got this call, we would have won. Oh, if we would have got this call, we would have won. My point, and look, I'm not normally a guy that's going to focus on that. My point of bringing up today is that there were four incorrect calls that were not made, and they all went in Golden State's favor. And there's the point is to beat a team like Golden State with a superstar like Steph Curry, you got to beat them by a lot to win by just a few. I, I would agree. Um, but perhaps more concerning to me was the Jazz defense when Rudy Gobert was on the bench. Oh my gosh, was that and he brought that vastly up vastly different. Did you see him bring that up in the post game? I did not. He he's like, "Yeah, you know when I was off the court, uh and he brought up some kind of a stat with it." <laughs> like, we were bad when I was off the court, we were okay when I was on the court, and it's actually true. By the way, 4086, if you want some good minor league nicknames, go to milb.com. Oh, there's some great ones in the minor leagues. Wait, really? Yeah, baby cakes. Oh, yeah. Uh, like the mud hens. Hey, a Friday Five Best, best five minor league baseball names. That could be good. Uh, let's see. If course, you were to bring a minor league team to Cash Valley, what would you call it? Uh, the Cash Valley Quartets. The Oneaters. The what? The Oneaters. Oneaters? Yeah. Wow. That's the wonders. Neaters. Have you not seen that movie? Okay, someone texting that reference. Oh, neaters. Oh, neaters. You, oh man, someone's going to text in that movie. Tell me the movie that I just mentioned, that I referenced. 4781, Steph Curry's a baller though, don't get me wrong. He is a baller. Yeah, he's, he's, baller. he's look, he, he did not shoot well until the fourth quarter. And then made him when they matter most. Go ahead, Eric. You Somebody brought up 10-point games. Yeah. Jazz are 37-7 and seven in games decided by 10 points or more. In games decided by 3 points or less, they're 3-2. and two. Uh, Here, I will actually add on to this conversation here. Uh, so they don't have very many close games, and that is a little bit of a concern. They don't have a lot of clutch games. They're either blowing teams out, or if they lose, you know, they're really not that close. Ha! 5-3-3-8. That thing you do. You ever seen that movie? Oh wow. Tom Hanks? And it's that uh, the one oh, guy the, the, the band group? Yeah, and then the band who uh, had the drummer breaks his arm hopping over the pole and like falls. So they need Guy Patterson to come in and play uh what's her name? Liv Tyler was the uh was the gal in it. 
She was phenomenal. Uh, Charlize Theron was also uh, was also in that movie. That's a great movie. I love that thing you do. Uh, three four two six says Cash Money Trappers. Cash. I think it auto corrected. Valley. Oh yeah, the Cash, Cash Valley, Valley Trappers. Trappers has to be the Although obvious. Although I do like right. Cash Money. Oh, Cash Valley. Cash yeah. Money. I get it. Cash Valley. Uh, two four zero nine. Aj always refers to the Jazz as us and we. Then why does he spend at least half an hour every day trashing the jazz? Because, guys, listen, 2409-4781. Oh, yeah, by the way, 4781, he also texted into the uh, show with the correct movie title. But listen, I'm just, I have to, I think I have to put a disclaimer every time we have a jazz conversation. I'm keeping it realistic. You are a fanboy, Eric, and that's fine. I'm keeping are, it realistic. No, you're not. You are a fanboy, and you like to be overly optimistic. They're the number one fine. team in the NBA. You're and that's, First team to 50 wins. Great, great. Wow, what a wonderful achievement. Guess it is what? a wonderful achievement. And do you know what? You still need to stay realistic. Okay, how many I great am realistic. Se- no, hold on. You aren't, because how many great seasons have the Jazz had, and it's turned into an NBA Finals appearance? How Two. many? Two. Two. Out of how many great years the Jazz have had, Two years in the NBA Finals. That's not good. That's not great. You were up three games to one last year, and you lost to Jamal Murray in the Nuggets. You blew a 3-1 lead. You just don't want to put your heart out there because you're afraid it's going to get broken. We've all been there. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> it's okay. Eric's been there. Yes, I have been there. Uh, let's see, 3 4 two, I was there when Jordan hit his shot. 3-4-2-6. The jazz. There was no autocorrect cash money trappers. Cash money. All right. Well, I was wrong. I mean, like, it's a play on words. Like, double. Like, cash. Uh, 4086. <laughs> the Cash Valley Cheese Makers. <laughs> uh, 4781. We do need to figure out how to play in the clutch, though. And I, I think that's where Donovan comes in. Well, I agree. I, I think that game plays out very differently if you have two really good guards who are playmakers and can break down a defense. We talked about this before. Look, the Jazz have been on a nice little run here, but they haven't gone up against dynamic guards. And we've seen that when the Jazz go up against dynamic guards, a.k.a. Phoenix, Golden State, Portland, they struggle, especially when there's no Donovan and Mike. So I am worried about Wednesday night because they won't have dynamic guards to contend with with, uh, Damian Lillard and, uh, and the rest of that crew. I, I think that that's going to be a concern. Um, McCade Pearson, who I cannot stand on Twitter. I, I'm like, and I don't know why Tony Jones ever gives him acknowledgement. Uh, he's annoying as all get out. And he's, you, you think I'm pessimistic. McCade Pearson is 10 times worse than I am. But he was talking about just the problems of playing close games and how bad it is it. By the way, he's, he's so pessimistic. He says that the uh, Jazz management should be ranked 12th, or at least maybe 15th in uh, in in level, I guess, in ranks of NBA management because he thinks they're that bad. Wow, that's that's how pessimistic he is. Anyways, he, he let's just conveniently a- ignore the number one overall record in the NBA and the moves that were done to get them there. I'm just saying that their their issues in close games has been a major major problem. And it continues to be, it continues to nip them in the butt, especially when they can't get a scoring playmaker or they don't get one call to go their way. It becomes an issue. 
I thought Snyder was really good last night in regards to his coaching adjustments. I just felt like the execution was porous. And Trent Forrest, man, he looked like a deer in headlights when it was Curry guarding him. Like, Curry harassed him. We don't give Golden State enough credit for the type of defensive team that they are. Everybody thinks about Steph Curry and shooting threes and and, uh, Draymond Green in his mouth, but... I don't think we give them enough credit for how good defensively they are and how active they are. Jazz lost out on a lot of rebounds that should have just been money. Yeah. But because they got out hustled. Yeah. That, and Draymond Green, by the way, Draymond Green at the center position versus Gobert is a problem because Draymond just sits on the perimeter and eats him alive. Uh, we got to take a break here. Uh, 4086 texting Cash Valley Beef as a name. <laughs> uh, 3426. If you have a full roster last night, you win by 20. Mm. Interesting. 5662, Audrey is a jazz fan as much as he's been a lifelong fan of the Buccaneers. See? <laughs> Told you. It's all clear. Uh, 1570. We're just you, focusing on Tampa Bay. Don't. You got to realize the jazz are missing two of their top players or t- uh, two of their top players and are still the one seed. Top three, sorry, he said. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and I'm probably being too harsh. I really am. I'm just frustrated we lost a game that was winnable last night. Gal, are you worried about Portland? I am worried about I'm Portland. I'm terrified about Damian yeah. Lillard here. All right, let's take a break. It's uh, the Full Court Press at 1069 The Fan. Do you have a son or daughter who's in high school, or maybe they're attending a university, college, or trade school? What if they decided to start a business right here in Cache Valley? Wouldn't that be cool? Would you shop at their business or use their services? <laughs> You'd probably tell everyone you know to shop there. Hey, you might even wear a sandwich board or tattoo their business logo on your forehead. Did you know when you and your family shop at locally owned businesses, every dollar you spend returns an average of 300% more money to our community compared to just 13.6% for big chains or next to zero if you shop those companies online. Shopping locally creates jobs for you, your neighbor, your family, and it creates tax revenue for our community, parks, police, roads, But don't wait for your son or daughter to start a business. Support local business today. And when your son or daughter opens their business, we'll support them too. See how you can help at CashValleyMediaGroup.com. Hi, this is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. You're invited to come learn how to make an informed decision for your retirement, Medicare, and Social Security. It's never too early to plan for the future. The third Thursday, May 20th at 7 p.m., come to a free seminar at our office. Call 752-9493 for details. We will answer your Medicare and Social Security questions. Come the third Thursday, May 20th. Call 752-9493 to RSVP as seating is limited. Better weather, longer days, and the urge to get outside. Spring has sprung. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical, and we'd love to help you scoot into spring and enjoy $200 off our high-quality scooters. Bringing wellness home is our motto, so also enjoy $200 off our best-selling lift chairs. For locations and information, visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. Visit alpinehomemedical.com. Here's Chad, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. Just a couple tips for this summer for a healthier lawn. Raise your lawnmower blade a notch or two. Longer grass helps conserve water and fight against stress. Double check your sprinkler coverage and watering times. Then call the lawn doctor to put down a grub preventative and to try our popular new two-service soil enrichment program. Fertilizer, weed, and pest control. Call the lawn doctor at 753-LAWN or go to lawndoctorcashvalley.com. 
Did you know aluminum cans are 100% recyclable? They can be recycled over and over again. Take your aluminum cans, aluminum siding, and rain gutters to Valley Recycling. It takes 95% less energy to recycle cans than make new ones. In fact, recycling just one aluminum can saves enough energy to power a TV for three years. And when you take your aluminum to Valley Recycling, you get paid. Yes, Valley Recycling pays for aluminum, copper, brass, and other metals. Recycle and get paid for it. That's why they say when you go green, you get green at Valley Recycling. 145 North 10th West in Logan. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Every level, women, little kids, professional, international, they're all four quarters. High school. Why? <laughs> Why is that one different? No. I was just thinking about it because... We have to do it a special way. <laughs> Why don't we just have a quarter break? Back to quarters. I'm picking up a theme. I'm not an expert, but I'm picking up a theme. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Full the Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome to the Dude, intern Cody is killing it today on the music. California. Uh, Eric Franson. 20% of Eric Franson's here. I'm Ajay Salves from Full Court uh, Press. Bill Belichick is here, too. Hey, Coach Belichick, I, I wanted to get your thoughts. Just, um, you know, uh, the whole Aaron Rodgers situation. Uh, Cam Newton, you guys make a really dumb decision, and you draft A.J. McCarron. Just why? I I really don't do the mock drafts at all. Uh, do you do you miss Tom Brady? Uh, I'm just focusing on who we have next. We just want to play football. <laughs> Sorry. Gosh, dang it! That is so good. Oh man, I need a promo. <laughs> no. Hey, look, I want to get back to the Jazz for a second. Okay, hit me. Um, so we've talked about the defense and Rudy's on the floor. That wasn't great. Jordan Clarkson, he brought the team back, made a lot of great plays. He was he was on fire, but had some questionable plays at the end. Should there have been more Bogdanovich involvement, perhaps? Oh, he was great last he night. He could have been Clarkson, been a decoy to help set up uh, Bogey. Uh, Joe Ingles has been bearing pretty much the oh, the majority of the load yeah. as the initiator of the offense. He really struggled last night. He only had like he was like one of five, he had like five total points. I just think it's starting to wear on him. Can I? How much responsibility is on him to get the offense going? I, I think he more than anybody misses not having Donovan and Mike in the lineup. Okay, so He's starting to catch up with him. His lack of stat numbers. Do you feel like that's him just creating for others and trying to like get others to be involved, or is that him actually being worn down? Well, the other night he had like seven, eight, nine assists, but last night he didn't have very many assists. He only had like five or six. We have a bunch of texts coming through. Stay with us. Don't leave. Don't move. We'll get to you, I promise. Uh, we're going to close up the first hour here, put a bow on it, and get ready for the second hour. We'll get into more jazz basketball. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't think they're in trouble. But I just Joe really needs somebody else that can initiate the offense and take some of that load off of him. Trent Forrest has come along, which has been great, but we need a little bit more. We'll talk more jazz basketball. Stay with us. Uh, keep texting in. We'll get to him, I promise. Uh, tragic death 
uh, of uh, a former Hawaii football player. We're getting that. Uh, and uh, some, uh, what, Staten player as well. Yeah, Stat to blow our mind and our player of the week. It's coming, coming up, up next. here on the Full Court Press. We'll be right back. That's in fall. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Tim Tebow's success at the University of Florida was probably a blessing and a curse for the former Heisman Trophy winner. It provided him multiple opportunities to play quarterback in the NFL and a whole lot more. But he was also hesitant to switch positions in the pros because of it. Now he's expected to sign a one-year deal with the Jags to play tight end. Problem is, he's 33, and he hasn't played tight end. Other players have made this kind of transition from quarterback to another spot, but they were younger, productive players like tight end Logan. Logan Thomas, Jack of all trades, Taysom Hill. Tebow hasn't played football since 2015. That was the preseason. Presumably, there are younger players with more speed who have actually played the position. You'd have to think that Jags head coach Urban Meyer is bringing in his former quarterback for his leadership, not necessarily for his skills. But Meyer and Tebow did special things back at Florida, and maybe they can recapture some of that magic, and Tebow can have a surprise second football life. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. 20 years ago, Odyssey changed the putting game when they introduced the White Hot Insert. Now the most iconic, most played, most sought-after putting insert of all time is back in the new White Hot OG. White Hot OG has the same mythical combination of sound and feel and performance as the original, but with modern upgrades that are available in classic head shapes like the 2-Ball, the Rossi, and the number 7. White Hot OG, legendary then, iconic now. See the new lineup at odysseygolf.com. I recently had a chance to go outside and give my truck some much-needed TLC, so I grabbed Meguiar's new bright orange bottle, the Hybrid Ceramic Wash and Wax. Couldn't wait to try it. Has a unique two-liquid system that not only gently cleans the paint, but leaves behind their Hybrid Ceramic Wax protection with instant water-beating action. Now my truck looks good. It is dope. It's protected. Meguiar's Hybrid Ceramic Wash and Wax with advanced SIO2 technology. Meguiar's Ceramic... Behind Utah's most successful businesses is a whole lot of technology making them run. Behind that technology is Les Olson Company, your local office technology partner. With everything from copiers and printers to IT services and even computers and document management software, Les Olson Company has all the tools your business needs to do more. Need office technology? Partner with Les Olson Company. Visit lesolson.com slash tech. Les Olson Company. This is The Herd. The winner in this is also Colin Cowherd. Tom Brady shows us what matters to him. He's been taking pay cuts for 15 years. Number one priority is winning. I've heard Aaron stubborn. Green Bay trying to do things, but stubborn is more important than winning. Ego more important than winning. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. You asked, begged, and even pleaded. And the heavens heard you. KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. We are here's what you need to know. Padre slugger Fernando Tatis Jr. has contracted coronavirus. He's symptomless. His teammates, Jerickson Profar and Jorge Mateo, 
are out after contact tracing. Yankees third base coach Phil Nevin, despite being fully inoculated with the vaccine, has come down with COVID-19. The team is working to determine if other coaches are contact risks. So far, no New York players are affected. Major League Baseball is encouraging the Oakland Athletics to begin sniffing around that relocating to another city since the greater Oakland area has botched plans of constructing a new ballpark. A final in baseball, the Giants stifled the Rangers 4-2. A Texas throwing error in the sixth led to two runs for San Fran. The Philadelphia Eagles declare its home football games will be open for full seating in 2021. And Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit will race in the Preakness even though the horse has failed one drug test. I'm Brian Fenley. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and R.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It is the Full Court Press, and I am Ajay Salison, alongside Eric Franson. Cody, the intern, running the board for us, doing incredible work as usual. Thank you. Thank really, you. really good to have you back, Cody. Thank Honestly, you. is. Um, what are you the, doing over there? What is that? So that was my lid. Just tossing things around? Oh, listen to you, Mr. I, I feel like crap, but I'm still here at work. Hey, and look. I, and not I to paid mention, up. You got I gave you a nice... Stick. I got you a nice pick six gift. No, you did. Because you, you won. You bought me a regular Dr. Pepper, and I want to diet. No, it wasn't Eric. regular. It was a tall one. It's it's a regular Dr. Pepper, and I could get bad diseases from that stuff. You don't want to know. Hemorrhoids. Okay? It's a problem. Dr. Pepper will get you sick. Wow. Wow. We and, heard it. Here first. Yeah, you did hear it here first because only here first would you be disrespected beginning being given and I, I gave you Dr. A, Pepper. a moon pie. Now that was a great decision. That was okay. Caring about the kids. That totally redeemed yourself, Eric. Totally <laughs> redeemed yourself. <laughs> Hands me Dr. Pepper. What is this? Hands me moon pie. Yes, you Eric. Ahead. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. you. Go there you something go. Something like this. You still want to go to Aspen? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Four three five is our Gil Mortgage text line. Four three five three three nine. 0321 again 435 339 0321 to text in our Gil Mortgage text line. It has been lighting it has up. been incredible. And this has been fun. Uh, Absolutely so fun. We still we're still taking baseball names because the Oakland A's are being encouraged by the MLB. That's right. You heard that right. Encouraged by the MLB to start looking to other cities to go play their baseball or at least go move their franchise to. Salt Lake could be one of them. Cash Valley. I think has a great field over there in Smithfield, that Boosox field. Let's just tear it down and redo it. Build a major league baseball team over there in Smithfield. Do it again. We got space out here in the radio ranch. Maybe yeah, we, we, can... we got a we got we got a little ranch out here. I don't know what we're gonna do with the horses. Well, I would just be worried about all those rock chucks. Oh, and... dude, there you go. That's your name. <laughs> oh, oh, the Cash Valley Rock Chucks. Cash Valley Rock Chucks. Uh, so text in your uh, what would your name be for the baseball team here? Yes, please. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. We have a slew of texts. I mean, yeah, from jazz do. basketball to baseball team names. Yes. Cody, hit me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we our first one here one five seven zero. Um, for both of you, actually, uh, the question goes: What was your expectations for the Jazz after they lost Donovan and Conley? Like realistically, what did you think that was going to happen? 
Um, I, th- I better I, than what I expected. I thought that there would be some games that they would lose. Uh, I didn't think that they would beat Phoenix in Phoenix. Um, I honestly am surprised that they beat Denver. I was not expecting the Jazz to beat Denver. Uh, I, I did expect them to beat Golden State last night because that's a good team with good depth, and they were playing with some good mojo going into that game. I, I didn't have a number in mind how many wins and losses. Me neither. Minus Donovan and, and Mike. But um, I, I thought that they'd still be competitive and still be good, and they have been. Yeah, me too. And, and again, Donovan's out for the rest of the week. Do not expect them until maybe. And by the way, they have moved that window of Sunday's finale games. They're now spreading it out instead of playing in that all those games in between the twelfth to three thirty Eastern time slot, which would be ten to one thirty here. They're going to allow them to play at different times throughout the day. That is uh, according to Shams. I guess players, consultants, team owners, or whatever said, "Hey, look, that's that that can't happen. It's not going to be safe. Can't do it." Especially if teams play on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how many teams would play on Saturday, but you have to give them 24 hours. Yep. Uh, Cody, what else we got? Yeah, we got this next one going. It goes. It just goes to show how strong the Jazz team really is. Who is it? Um, this is three, four, two, six. Oh, okay. Uh, you're playing your second and third string guys and still have a chance to beat a Golden State team with a full roster. You have to give them props for even hanging in there and having a chance to win. If you took Steph Curry and Draymond Green out of the lineup, what would they be? To be fair, they they weren't a full lineup. That Kelly Oubre Jr. was out. Um, a couple other guys too. Wow, Wiseman's out too. Right. So they they weren't at full strength. But they didn't have. I mean, but, but you're right. They've been without those guys for some time. I mean, you take the the equal of um, Draymond Green and Steph Curry out. That's Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. I mean, and we and one of those guys wasn't in the game. Right, and you're right. I mean, you got a, yep. your your third string, really your fourth option at point guard. He's now your secondary point guard because Mike Connolly's your number one option. Donovan Mitchell's your number two. Joe Ingles is your number three, and Trent Forrest is your number four option at point guard. And he played what 19 minutes last mm-hmm. night. <laughs> yeah. So your fourth string point guard. You're relying a lot on him, and that that's been one of the bright spots I think during the stretch is his development, how well he's come along. But you're right, still expectations. Yep, you're right. Uh, five eight seven nine asks to the both of you: Are the Jazz just keeping Donovan out until the playoffs? Uh, I would imagine he'll play the final two games, knock the rust off. Um, yep. uh, that's what I'm understanding limited as minutes. well. Limited minutes. It's just to get his legs warm again. And they'll have some time between the end of the regular season and when the first round officially begins for them. Yeah. Because the NBA needs some time for this play-in tournament. So if you're not 7, 8, 9, or 10, you get a little extra time. And so the Jazz, specifically Connolly and Mitchell, will have some time in practice to get their legs underneath them. But there's only so much a, a practice can simulate. So I think they do want to try to get them back for at least the last two games of what I'm hearing. But... Who knows? Hey, why did seven go to prison? Because he ate nine, ten. <laughs> you get it? He ate nine, ten. Okay, next text. 
I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't get fined. All right, cool. Well, we got that out of the way. Um, four zero Blake stairs. They were totally Blake stairs here in the studio. They wow. thought it was great. What you guys are? <laughs> I hate you. Four zero eight six. Here are my top five major league baseball names. Oh, okay. The Savannah Bananas, Canapolis mm-hmm. Cannonballers. Ooh, that's good. Hartford Yard Goats. <laughs> Yard Goats. <laughs> Yard Goats. Jersey Shore Blue Claws, and the Montgomery Biscuits. He says like he likes the hats for the Montgomery Biscuits. Montgomery Biscuit. What was the Jersey Shore one? Jersey Shore Blue Claws. See, I'm I'm kind of cool with that. Mm. That one, that one's. I mean, that's intimidating. Blue Claws. Blue so it's like a lo- lobster. A, it's a rare thing if Reminds it's blue. Me. You probably have it every day for Jersey lunch, Shore so White. Don't claw. even try that game, Eric. <laughs> nice Jersey hey. Shore White Claws. I mean, like that could be a... <laughs> more like it. I mean, okay. For... Do you watch Jersey Shore? <laughs> Absolutely not. You probably do. Oh, I do not. Oh, I got offended there, actually. Okay, 4781 says, I think Joe Ingles has had to step it up to be like a Draymond Green, but doesn't have the athleticism to keep up. I think he's running out of energy, too. Uh, I I like what you said before we left. I mean, he's doing a lot right now. Joe does a lot of great things for the Jazz, and he does a lot of sneaky things that teams don't realize how, how effective he is and how important he is to how things run for the Jazz offensively and defensively. But there's a lot on his shoulders. I mean, if anybody needs a rest day, it's Royce O'Neal and Joe Ingles. Yeah. But they can't afford to right now. That that week between the regular season and the playoffs yeah. will be a much, uh, they, much needed break for they Joe They just threw their mulligan out the window losing to Golden State last night. They have to beat Portland tomorrow. That yeah. is a must win. The other one, well, there's a couple that were just stupid giveaways yep. for the Jazz. The Minnesota series, all three of those games. But you know the what? L.A. Lakers. Yeah. Should have won in you regulation. always go as jazz fans. We always go to the end of the year and we say, "Golf, we would have won that game versus that below five hundred team. We wouldn't be in this situation right now." Yeah. So, what's all right. Next, this next one is from six eight nine one in reference to Colt B. Uh, was a fun quarterback to watch at Hawaii. I thought he was better than Tebow. His car crash really ended his career in football. Colt Brennan was probably the gr- best whack quarterback that league has ever seen. Or uh, yeah. Because he took Hawaii. Um, there's been some Heisman Trophy winners coming out of the whack. What? Who? Was Ty Detmer. Oh, that's right. BYU was in the whack, huh? Yeah. Dude, Cole Brennan was pretty dang good, though. He was good. He was a finalist. Um, he took his team to the BCS. Did they go to Sugar Bowl and get wrecked by Georgia? Yeah, they did. Georgia, But that was in Georgia's backyard. Yeah. Like, I mean, that was just a beast that you didn't want. And Georgia had got hosed. Out of the BCS, too, that year. So they were playing with a little bit of a tiff on their shoulder, came in there, and just wrecked Hawaii's day. That's right. Colton Brennan, and, and tragically, by the way, if you've missed it, Colton Brennan has tragically passed away uh, at the age, young age of 37 years old. And it's really sad. I think we're going to be hearing more about this. Uh, he had been in a rehab facility for like five months. Um. He, his, his dad was visiting him. Uh, he had been drinking. Colt had been drinking and his dad, he wasn't doing well. His dad took him to an ER, uh, but they had to take him home because the, there was a, a facility that they would normally take him to, to detox that it was full. 
and Colt Brennan just never woke up. So it's sad. I mean, really, really a sad story. Great quarterback, part of that. Oh, uh, he had a cannon. Yeah. That I mean, fun he, and gun. Oh, jeez. Run and gun. Yeah, he put that he put that Hawaii state uh just like on a on a pedestal there for a while. And what they did in 07 was phenomenal. What do we got next? Uh this is coming from nine four six three. Cody doesn't get enough credit for that new intro. That thing is awesome. Cody. Yes. Who wants to tell him? Um Great. Great. Th- thanks. The the maker of that intro is very grateful for that. 100%. Wasn't me. <laughs> Give that. I'm such a jerk, ain't I? <laughs> yeah, I steal everything. I I do a lot of other stuff though. He does. Cody is <laughs> Cody is a great producer. Like Adam the intern was okay. Okay. But he but he freaked me out a little bit. But I love, What did Adam the intern freak you out? Oh my gosh. It was the it was the love for BYU. And it's probably because he's a BYU like kid. that on the show. Dude, he, oh man, oh it was just over and over again. I apologize. We didn't uh, let that on the air very much. Uh, uh, we let it on the air enough that people knew, and they were disgusted <laughs> with him. Too Cody, much. we love Cody. We absolutely adore Cody. Holy crap! Text much. I know it's great. Thank you. I appreciate that. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, Leon texts in old E from Bears for the baseball name. Oh, there you go. An old E from reference. I like that. There you go. All right, okay. one five seven zero. Uh, if the Jazz don't control their own destiny with a couple games to go, I think that they should sit everybody. Yes, yes, ab- absolutely. You play your young guys and let them go. Joe, need, you are uh, you're right. Royce needs to sit. Joe needs to sit. I'd sit Mike and I'd sit Donovan and I'd probably. You can't sit Rudy, but if you could, I would. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know that the Jazz will do that. They don't play those games. Never have. They need to. Unless you want your guys going with gel legs versus a, you know. But they're going like, to have a week up. off between the end of the regular season and the playoffs. And they'll face a team that it will have had to battle their way into the playoffs to, to face them. Maybe. Unless they're the two seed. But all they have to do is play one game and they're in. It's true. All right, uh, four seven eight one says, Ajay and Eric, what do the Jazz need to do to shut down Dame and beat the Trailblazers tomorrow?" You know, I thought it was, and that's a great question. Who's that from? Four seven eight one. Uh, great question. Four seven eight one. Uh, yeah, I thought it was interesting yesterday. Almost playing like a, a triangle in one, a box in one, on Steph Curry. I mean, just I mean, three guys shadowed Steph Curry almost the whole entire night. Now, granted, when things kind of got loosey-goosey, I mean, a rebound, Karim's off to Draymond Green, find Steph and hits a three, that's just basketball. But for the most part, in regards to game plan, I thought they did a phenomenal job on Steph, Eric. I agree. I mean, Steph got 36 on the night, but he had to work really hard to get that. And uh, I thought things loosened up a little too much in that fourth quarter, which allowed him a little bit more space, but... Uh, the Jazz did a really good job defensively. It's hard to say that when a guy puts 36 on you. But I thought the Jazz did a really nice job with him and how they defended him. I mean, he's just been playing out of this world the yeah. last month. Yeah. But, you know, did they do something similar? I think you're probably going to see Royce O'Neal on Damian Lillard, pick him up early, face guard him a lot. Um, and I, But I think the thing is that there are other positions that the Jazz can overwhelm Portland with that they don't quite have the same level of, of answer. 
which honestly was, should have been the same situation for Golden State, but um, got a little bit out of hand. That second quarter, the Jazz offensively just struggled to move the ball around and score points, and they didn't get a whole lot better in the third either. They needed to do more to get the ball to Rudy. So you know, the, getting to the question of what do they need to do to uh, limit Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum, it's, it's a tough ask, but if you do what you can against those guys, but you just don't let anybody else really get cooking. Like Kent Bazemore had a great night yeah, against the Jazz last night. Yeah, all the people, night. dude. Kent freaking Bazemore. I know. So That one got me you, too. Look, the stars are going to get theirs. You do what you can to limit it, but they're great for a reason. But don't let any other schmo have a great night against you. I thought the Italian medallion for the Jazz was good too. Italian medallion. That'd be George Nying. <laughs> guys i got some breaking news for you really quickly uh real salt lake uh, as of five minutes ago lifts its mask mandate at rio tinto stadium effective immediately oh wow really wow yep what's their attendance right what's their attendance right now do you know cody um i don't know what their attendance on saturday may 15th uh, Real Salt Lake's match at Rio Tinto Stadium against Nashville will be open to 10,000 seats. Wow, capacity. no mask. No mask. Oh, no mask. No requirement on mask. Uh, quote, will not have to wear masks if they do not want to. Is 10,000 full capacity there? No way. I don't know. I thought it was more than that. Yeah, I thought it was closer yeah, to 20. It is. On the safety and comfort of our fans. It just says 10,000. So I assume that they'd probably be able to hold more people in there but yeah that's what i would think too remains it's it's telling us telling me right here that the capacity at the stadium will remain at 10,000 which makes me believe that uh, it's 20,213 okay yeah. so you I mean you're still 10,000 empty but at no masks though huh no masks it's interesting I mean, it, look it's an outdoor arena yep hey by the way I, I got a message ventilation from Brian Phillips about uh Brennan Colt Brennan, excuse me, but uh, Colt was you know coming out of a JUCO. Colt Brennan's only scholarship offer was from guess who? Brent Guy in Utah State. No kidding. Nope. And he walked on at Hawaii. Wow. <laughs> that tells you how bad Brent Guy was. That tells you everything <laughs> you need to know about Brent Guy. Uh, Brennan finished sixth in Heisman voting in 2006. He was third in 2007. That's such a man. That's a tragic situation. You want to talk about? I mean, a guy who was so great, and then just kind of—I wouldn't say threw it away, but just put himself in a bad situation and never got out of it. Uh, he was taken in the sixth round of the 2008 draft by Washington. He had some injuries. He really never played. He was later released. He never played in the NFL. Um, he had a car accident in 2010. Left him with a brain injury. No way. Uh, he tried to catch on in some different uh, football leagues, but just never really stuck. So, oh, that was uh, tragic. That's what six eight nine one was talking about. That the car crash really ended his yep. career in football. It's crap. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Any more text? Yeah, we got man. We really appreciate everybody texting in again. Four, Keep three, it coming. Five, three three nine zero oh, three two one. Uh, four seven eight one texts in again and says, "Who will win Defensive Player of the Year, Gobert or the Rookie of the Year four years in a row?" <laughs> uh, I, I I want Rudy to win it, and Rudy deserves to win it. Rudy is the runaway favorite. Unfortunately, Ben Simmons I think is going to get it. 
I, and that is extremely unfortunate because Rudy Gobert has done everything and more to be the defensive player of the year. I, I think that uh, Ben Simmons will make some noise, but uh, I, I think in the end, Rudy gets oh, it. I hope you're right. Because of his impact on the game, things that don't always show up in stats, he does defend multiple positions, even though Ben tries to say that he doesn't. Um, but, I mean... Uh, I, I think that it's uh, it's Rudy Gobert by a good margin. Yeah. Sixth man of the year. Clarkson? Or is it Ingles? I mean, the Ingles has started a lot of games lately, too. Well, yeah, but I think that a game like last night kind of solidifies a case for Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, me too. All right, here's the next one uh, from 6789. George Nyang, born on June 17th, 1993, and is an American Sengil... Sen... Hold on. I got the pronunciation. Senegalese. Senegalese. Senegalese from professional Italy. basketball from Senegal. player. From Utah Jazz. Uh, he was an All-American college player for Iowa State. Uh, the Italian stuff, you do you, man. You do you. You know where Senegal is? Yeah, it's in Italy. It's on the boot. <laughs> Pretty close. I'm no, that's of the Sicily. Boot. I'll accept that. What? That's Sicily. That's not Senegal. Senegal wait, is in Africa. Wait, what are you talking about? George Yang's from Africa? Yes. Yes. That guy is not from Africa. Have you looked That's at him? That's his native country. He looks like he's Italian. The guy is from it. Like, the Italian medallion. That's how it's always going to be. You do you. He's okay. earned his nickname. You do you. 4781 says, should Curry and Beal be in the conversation? Wait, for you skipped one. Sorry. Did I? 2603 texted into the show. Oh, 2603. That's because people are clicking on stuff. This is the person that Eric typed a bunch of unnecessary letters to and then had to text him back and say, sorry, didn't mean to text you. Brent Guy is a good guy and a good coach, just not a great head coach. Wanted to get that on the record. Yeah, I can can agree with that. I I think that he was a good position coach, a good coordinator. Um, The really fascinating story about Brent Guy – about how he had like this, uh, yeah, he was dealing with something like migraines it? or something yeah. where he couldn't like sleep at night. Yeah, and his wife had to be like always near him just to help manage his condition. But um, <clears throat> he has since kind of figured out how to manage all that. Really interesting story. Was it ESPN or the Athletic? Just a few years ago. Really interesting uh, about I his say history. It was ESPN. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great article. Wasn't that come out like a year ago, two years ago? Yeah, it was. It was right before the pandemic, or the fall of the before the pandemic. But yeah, I agree. Brent guy, nice guy. Um, my interactions with him were always professional. Um, I just, you know, being a head coach, some guys just they can be good coordinators, good assistants, but when it comes to uh, be the guy in the big chair, they sometimes just can't cut it. And I think that was the case with Brent guy. I mean, look, some of the great athletes that Gary Anderson got to deal with were all Brent Guy recruits. They just needed a little better direction and help. And Gary Anderson brought that to them, and then that's, uh, that's when the, the program really started to take off. Let's get through the next couple of texts, and then we'll go to break. Okay, uh, 4781 says, should Curry and Beal be in the conversation for MVP? Curry, yes. Beal, no. Uh, no and no. No and no. Really? A yes. guy who's taken, uh, single-handedly taken his team to get them in a play-in game into the playoffs should not be the MVP. Or uh, considered, sorry, cons- not even considered, 
That's ridiculous. Well, considered maybe. I mean, that's how I that's how I phrase it. I, I'm sorry. Should Curry and Beal be in the conversation? Is in the conversation consider, considered? Yeah, maybe, but I still no. Again, Bradley really. Beal, no. But Curry's been on this incredible tear. Sure. And where are they at in the overall standings in the NBA? I mean, they're still. They don't have Clay Thompson, man. He's got Draymond Green. He's okay. got Wiggins. Who's Andrew Wiggins? Really, the same guy. Andrew who was Wiggins a was bust. a lottery pick, the number the, one oh, overall God, pick. Eric, Andrew Wiggins is one of the greatest busts in NBA history. He's one of the greatest busts. In so NBA you went to Minnesota. They don't coach pick. you in Minnesota. Oh, I don't care. You're still supposed to be good. LeBron James had Mike Brown as his coach. Mike Brown, David Blatt, who, by the way, I think is back in Europe. <laughs> He's still winning. He's the guy's still winning. It, it's unreal. I mean, yeah, Wiggins is a bust. So I don't put Wiggins into this conversation. Draymond Green, I get, but Draymond Green has been chewing on some hosts for the last, you know, twelve months or so. So Draymond Green's not looking like Draymond Green. Clay Thompson's out again, and Steph Curry's doing this. This is. At least in the conversation. Okay, fine. Be in the conversation, but I'm not going to give you a lot of of oxygen on it because I think winning matters. You you don't have to. Yeah, okay, well, if winning matters. You're the number eight, the number nine team in the East and the West. You know what we need to look up is who's the last team to have the MVP. Oh, I guess, well, never mind. I mean, I guess it's been recent, but though, how many teams have have been the number one team and had the MVP on that team? Quite a few. I mean, there's Westbrook, who is a six seed. Uh, Other than that, LeBron James. It's mostly the number one two seed. Uh, I mean, how many? Honestly? Giannis Antetokounmpo, the number one team in okay, the NBA last year. And the year before that, were they the number one team in the league last year? The year before that, yes. I have to look that up. Yeah, there's. I had it. I don't. I, oh, I've no, since tossed it. To- but you historically. The MVP comes from either the number one or the number two team, like sixty-five to seventy percent of the time. It's a very rare case in the history of uh, giving out the MVP that it's somebody that's on a team lower than the number five team overall. Extremely Yo- rare. Because guess what? Is Jokic the number one seed this year? Nope. But is he going to win the MVP? Probably. Just saying. What's our next text? Um, the reason the Jazz lost last night was because Jordan Clarkson took every single shot within the last two minutes of the game. That would be true. He was riding. He was a hot. He was Look, a, he, was he was a hot, hot hand. He was on, that's what I was going to say. He was on fire. They could not stop him. He was hitting unconscious. Here's the proof. If I'm Quinn Snyder, I still give him the ball. Here's but the at problem, some point, though. you use him as a decoy, too. Yeah, here's the problem is that he was his, he was his best defense. Himself play he played a defense on himself, forced the issue when he didn't need to, put his team in a bad position. Look, that drive to the basket with seven seconds to go. It's not. I mean, he's one on one. He gets elevation. He gets bumped. Ball doesn't go in. I don't call that. By the way, he's straight up. Hit the three pointer at the end in the corner. Is a wait. Well, sorry, that was not that one. The three-pointer that he took on the left wing. And where it hit the fouled. side of the backboard. No, what was the one where he was fouled? Was that the side of the backboard? Was it Baysmore that fouled him? Who fouled him? He went to go shoot a three. Curry was behind him on a screen. 
Wait, now are you asking for me to pull up the last two-minute report? Wait, I'm just saying that was a foul. That's all I'm saying. The, his, like, corner three? No, not said? the corner three for the on the last shot. The last, yeah. Uh, 30 seconds to go. Yep. Curry makes contact with Clarkson's arm, arm. during his jump that shot was, That was the foul. It was a call that was that should have been called that was not called. And it should have been. Did it cost him the game? No, but it should have been a foul. He took some bad shots at times. Really bad shots on bad possessions. Right, and I think that's it, it kind of reminded me of a young Donovan Mitchell. Oh, yeah. Didn't, oh, where yeah. he felt like, yeah. I am the only one that can get downhill and try to yeah. create. He wasn't trusting his teammates. I couldn't agree and with you Donovan more. Donovan has grown and matured as a player. He's trusting his teammates more, and hence the team is the number one team in the NBA. But Jordan was on fire. I have a hard time giving him too much criticism because if not for him, the Jazz wouldn't even been close to being in the conversation and have a chance to win with less than a minute to go. We got a bunch of texts we still need to get to, and we will. Just keep them coming. We love hearing from our listeners. 435-339-0321. A text into our Gil Morgan's line. Uh, What? Can you say something? I don't think I'm going to say something. Yeah, we just want to focus on basketball. Full court press. Coming back. On to the next game. The Elements Lunch Menu is full of delicious items prepared with a personal touch at an affordable price. Elements wood-fired pizzas and calzones are an excellent choice for lunch that include barbecue chicken, classic pepperoni, or the whiteout with garlic cream, parmesan, house ricotta, and fresh mozzarella. From batter to order halibut with seasoned fries to the fan favorite, Thai shrimp curry and more. Lunch at Elements is also available for takeout. Casual or professional, open Monday through Saturday for lunch and dinner. Visit theelementsrestaurant.com for reservations. Cache Valley is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. And now is the time to let the Allergy Clinic inside the Cache Valley Hospital help with venom testing for spring and summer. The Allergy Clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time allergy clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cache Valley Hospital. The Allergy Clinic accepts most insurances, including SelectMed. Call the Allergy Clinic at 753-7880-753. 7880. This, he put on the download here, is the Dan Patrick Show. They didn't go, hey, you know what? We have 16. Why don't we go to 15? Why don't we go to 14? But the NFL with 17 games? All right. More fantasy, more gambling. Yeah, more money. Yes, he feels like we're entering the load management era of uh, NFL with all these all these games. I'm going to sit this week nine out. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It is the Full Court Press. That's Eric France and Amashi Southson. Cody Olsen doing an absolutely spectacular job on the board. Uh, grateful to have him back from Baltimore and uh, uh, with us again. Uh, the texts continue to come through, and we absolutely love it. We encourage you guys to text into our show. Love the listeners make the show great. That is without a shadow of a doubt. 435-339-0321. Give us our next text there, man. I believe it's uh, from 8003. Is that right? Yep, you're correct. If you guys could bring back one player from the Jerry Sloan era to play with the current Jazz team, who would it be? I think we had this question before. Yeah, we discussed this last week. AK? Uh, for me, the number one guy is Andre Karolinko. See, for me, it was Darren Williams, too. 
I, I, I thought Darren would have thrived with this Jazz team. I mean thrived. A prime Darren. Like, I'm talking 07, 08 Darren Williams. Maybe 08, 09. Incredible. Dude, what I like we- Andre just because he can, he can uh, score at multiple levels and defend anywhere on the court. And what was really, the, he was Giannis before Giannis. What was the one one you, uh, one name you brought up? Another guy I thought that would have been um, that I think Quinn Snyder would absolutely love. It's Rajah oh, it Bell. Rajah Bell. Defensively, he was so good. Trash talker, hit a three. Dude, but he could back it up defend. on the defense. Oh man, he'd lock you down. Yeah. The only player he couldn't lock down is Kobe Bryant, but he was there every single step. I mean, hand in the grill. Who could lock down? Yeah, Kobe Bryant? exactly. By the way, uh, Hall of Fame induction ceremony this Saturday night. Michael Jordan's inducting Kobe Bryant. Posthumously. Yeah. That'll be cool. Kevin Garnett is also going to be part, is in the ceremony, of course. Uh, Tim Duncan. That's going to be a loaded house. <laughs> That'll be uh, awesome. That is a huge, huge, great, great group class. Going there. Yeah. Perfect. You guys ready to move on? Yes. Yep. Okay. 4086 text in. Uh, who was the coach at USU that underperformed the most underwhelming coach that USU brought in in its school history? Frank Guy. Arslanian. Are we talking, if, yeah, we're talking if football. The, yeah. If the attack punt is anywhere in your arsenal, you, are, you don't have confidence in your team. You're underperforming. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say Brent. I mean, we just had – it was so bad that Riley Nielsen, who had committed to Utah State, recommitted and went to BYU. It was that bad. Uh, that was bad. I remember when I was little. I mean, that was, a t- that was a time where they were on the precipice of dropping classifications. That's right. I See, I was there at the, free, at, at like the start of that conversation in 04. I was there with McDenny. By the way, McDenny was not a great coach either. I remember. Okay. Dude, they not got the, great. They weren't no, great. I agree I mean, with you. He was not great. He had like an all American returner in Kevin Robinson, um, a decent quarter, not a great, but decent quarterback in Travis Cox. And he just couldn't. I mean, that's he a good put tight ends. All oh, great tight ends. And yeah. he had a great, he had a pretty good defense. And they couldn't stop anybody. They couldn't score on any. It was a mess. Yeah. Still, I put Dave Arslanian above anybody. And I'll put Brent Guy on that list. Yeah. When I was little, I was just able. At like seven or eight years old, to kind of tell what the Utah State offense was doing, and if I could do it, then that's probably not a good thing. So. <laughs> um, three, four, two, six. Text in my top five minor league baseball teams are the Batavia Muck Ducks. Okay, Muck Ducks. The Muck Ducks. The Clinton Lumber Kings. Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. Oh, I like that one. That one's pretty cool. Uh, Jersey Shore Blue Claws. I talked about that one. And the Willington Blue Rocks. I like Willington Blue Rocks. Blue Rocks? Blue Rocks. That's got to be like a New York. That's in North Carolina, huh, Willington? I like that. Those are some good names. I like the Iron Pig one. Iron Pigs are good. And I guess moving on to 6804, there's some fake Cache Valley Pro Baseball names. We got Cache Valley Reservoir Dogs. Good reference. That's a good (laughs) Reservoir Dogs. (laughs) Reservoir Dogs. Uh, Garden City Shakes. Mm. Oh, okay. 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 The Wellsville Cones, another good reference. These are great. Wait, what's the Wellsville Cones? I'm missing this one. It's the, a, the it's mountain. Where I live, Ajay? Yeah. The, you know, t- the peak of the mountain on the I Wellsville range. I don't drive range. into farm town that much, so well, I don't know what re- we're talking about. You really about. should. It's great. Uh, my favorite real pro baseball name, the Akron Rubber Ducks. 
Can rubber I ducks? Can rubber no What is up with all these ducks? Dude, like, could you imagine like Clowkey? Because he won't say baby cakes on the air, and he won't say chihuahuas. He'll call them the little yappers. Just, I mean, could you imagine me like, and the iron pigs are coming out back onto the field? Oh, man. I'd lose it. So would he. Yeah. All right, what we got? Bonneville Shoreline Trails. Bonneville. What the crap? <laughs> Bonne- if you play off of Bonneville, I pre- I'm sure you could. There's lots of stuff you could do with Bonneville. It's a good one. I still like the rock chucks. Salt flats. Salt flats. Salt flats. I'm going to think of one. 9995 says, I don't disagree he was having a great game, but the Warriors caught on at the end of the game that he was on the go-to. This is a reference to the game. Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson. In moments like that, you need to kick the ball to Ingles or O'Neal as as all attention was on Clarkson. Agreed that he was fouled when he drove the lane under a minute to go. So I I, I don't know if I would have went to O'Neal. I would have definitely give it to Ingles if he's there. But Ingles was, Ingles so was not having a good night. He was he one was of six from three. You go to Bogey. Bogey was having a good night. Yeah, use Jordan as but a decoy and go to uh, Bogey's being go spied Bogey. on too. I mean, they had a spy on Bogey everywhere he went. Draymond did a pretty good job of harassing Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich still got, what, 27 points? Yeah. He still had a good night. Well, and, and a lot of that is through free throw, not free throw, free flow offense. I mean, transition offense. By the way, how bad is that transition defense for the Jazz? It's got to be better. I mean, there's. I mean, you see glimpses of when it's really good, but then there's so many instances where they just not. They're well, not getting back. There were too many turnovers that led to transition offense, and when you don't have your two main, what was the initiators? One? Your your two ball guys that not having Donovan, not having Mike. I think that hurt, and you're prone to have more. What turnovers. was the one? There's a loose ball. And George Yang didn't get back. Instead, he's staying at the top of the key. Ingles kind of floated, and he shouldn't have been. Neither of them got back. I think Bazemore just takes a dead sprint back. Green finds him for an easy layup. It's just, man, stuff like that frustrates you. I yeah, mean, you that's the danger of playing a team that's in that uh, playing tournament situation because they're they're fighting. They're still trying to move up. They're trying okay, to improve their position. I mean, you're playing for a one seed. Act like you give a crap. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, I mean, if you want the home court advantage, play for it. Well, I got another breaking news report for both of you. Uh, the Bleacher Report reports as of 30 seconds ago, Donovan Mitchell will miss Utah's final three games as he returns from a sprained ankle. Oh, yeah, wow. they're just they're gonna milk this. I mean, they're gonna. I mean, look, if you're fighting, no for sense in rushing seed, it back. They don't want take your sweet time. And they don't by want the a way, LeBron James thing. I would, I would, I would be shocked if Mike Conley comes back. So I thought Donovan Mitchell would come back for the final two games and get some minutes in. If he's not coming back, Mike Conley ain't coming back for the rest of the regular season either. Yep. So they got, they need to take care of business soon. So now you lost your one Mulligan game. You got Portland, Sacramento, and San Antonio. Was that right? right if the Jazz, no, Oklahoma City. Oh. Okay. Uh, if the Jazz win out, they secure the number one seed. They cannot lose, stand to lose another game. I, I, unless Phoenix loses games. But if Phoenix loses, or excuse me, if Phoenix wins out and Utah wins out, the Jazz will still have the number one seed. But by the way, Phoenix is at Golden State tonight. So Phoenix, if, I mean, if Golden State can do the Jazz a favor, it's beating Phoenix tonight, keeping yourself in that playing spot, dropping, you know, dropping the Suns back a game again, and then you go out there and you take care of business versus Portland. You have well, they to mirror each other. Mark. Phoenix plays Portland after the Jazz play Portland. Yeah, the day after. Uh, go beat Portland, and then I mean, you should you should 
take care of Sacramento, and I think Oklahoma City is going to be sitting a lot of their guys. I think you beat Portland, you're good. Oklahoma you're City sailing. has lost like 22 over the last 23. Man, yeah. You're but seeing, they play I mean, hard. Yeah, they do. They have a hard time with Lou Dort. Uh. Four seven eight one. Thank you also for helping me break that news about Donovan Mitchell. But he asked, "Is Russell Westbrook the biggest stat patter of all time? Which is more important to a team: winning a game, a triple double, or multiple players in double figures?" I think it's the way Westbrook is doing it, though. Right? I don't. I don't watch him play and think he's a stat patter. I mean, I, I get why four seven eight one would ask that, though. I honestly do. A lot of people ask that question. Yeah. He goes definitely. hard, and he is high usage. But like. here's the thing, though. There was, I think, Boogie Cousins was on a podcast with Garnett, if I remember right. And I can't, and someone else, another big man was on the, on the podcast, and they both said the exact same thing. It's their job to grab the rebound. Like, we have the size. We grab the rebound. We outlet to the point guard, and we let them take the ball. We, it's, it's not the big man's job to dribble down the court. It's the, it's the big man's job to grab the rebound. And I think sometimes Russell Westbrook, because you, there's incentives, by the way, for big men who can get rebounds. If you can average a certain amount, or if you get a certain amount, here's an incentive financially. And, and those incentives are taken away from these big men because Russell Westbrook wants to go get his triple-double. But he's not calling guys off. Uh, he's he, not- called, he called Steven Adams off a lot. But here's the thing. Do I want my big man hanging around the rim to get the board, get the outlet, and then wait for him to finally rumble down to the other end of the court? Or do I want to give him a head start? Would I rather him start running to the other end while a guard grabs a rebound so he can get into his set and beat maybe the opponent down? I don't know that it's like, it's like one of those unwritten rules in baseball that I think are silly that they even exist. Is it an unwritten rule that only a big man can get a rebound? The rebound goes to whomever's closest to the ball, whoever's going to go get it. Okay, I don't care Russell what your Westbrook, position is. Yeah, no, it, it does matter because if Russell Westbrook's standing at the top of the key, shot goes up, and Russell goes and chase down the, chase, chases down a board when the big man's already there and he's boxed his guy out. You're assuming that he has. But look, if he's closest to the ball, he'll get it. If Russ is closest to the ball, he'll get it. The only reason why Russ is closest to the ball is because he goes and like boxes out his own teammates to go get that board. And, and then look, I don't then, love Russell then, Westbrook's attitude Russell Westbrook, for a lot of things. Russell Westbrook will but, go and and drive to the hoop, have an open layup, and give it to Bill for a three. What is that? That's stat padding. Three points are worth more than two points. Eric, you have an open layup. Three points are still more than two points. Okay, so you're wide open. You got open. one of the elite if scorers Jordan in the Clarkson, NBA sitting there ready to take Jordan a shot. Jordan Clarkson drives to the rim and has an open layup, wide open. Nobody's near him, and bogeys in the corner for a three, and, and Jordan Clarkson passes out for the three. You're still going to turn back and say, what a great play, Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> no. Passing up the open layup no. and giving it to bogey for I three. Wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Okay. But look, uh, there's, there's a lot of – with uh, Westbrook that I don't love. Mm. I think he, he claps back at fans too much. And yeah. I think he's got a hot head. And yeah. There's a lot of his attitude that I don't love. But w- why aren't we appreciating more of how he approaches the game every single day and the way he approaches every play in every game? You'll never say that Westbrook dogged it. No. 
No. Like, he's not my favorite guy. But what he's doing is not Pat statting. That's how he plays the game. It's how he approaches every game. Yeah. We opened up a Pandora's box on Russell Westbrook. I'm going to read a couple of these. But look, it, what's more important, though, I think if you have multiple guys in double digits, yes, that's probably yeah. leads to more victories than one guy getting it all. Winning championships, but I don't think Russell Westbrook cares very much about that. So 6891 says, sweet, you have a billion triple doubles, but what have you done in the playoffs? Very common. That's true. That's true. Russell Westbrook, uh, this is from 2942. Russell Westbrook has a win percentage of over 600 in games. He has a triple-double, at least 600. It is pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, 8003 says, do you guys put Westbrook in the top five of all time? No. Top five what? Uh, Point guards? Uh, Point guards or just players? I guess. 8003, uh, we help us out on yeah, that one. you got to be, parameters got to be set a little bit more. If we're talking point guards, Magic, John Stockton. Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah is Thomas. Five. Steve Nash. No, Jason Kidd. I put Steve Nash ahead of Jason Kidd. What? He was in multiple-time MVP. Oh, jeez. No, he robbed someone of an MVP. No. Yes, he did. Chris Paul? Yes. No. Chris Paul in the top five? No. No. Oscar Robertson. Oscar Robertson. Hmm. All right. Um, let's see. This is going back a little ways. Uh, shots at Ajay. Okay, well, let's, let's do those ones. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, 2417. I feel Ajay is a closet jazz hater. Oh, my God. Knocking Yang all the time. The closet, yeah. He's I'm, out. It's time for you to be out in, in the open, Ajay. Barry Clarkson. <laughs> knocking Yang, Barry Clarkson, and hate because he was the only one to score. Who's next to catch the wrath of AJ? Okay, here's the Who's thing. Who's next? Will we I'm ever sorry, be safe? I'm honest. I'm sorry I'm honest. George Yang has, has had two great games. That's awesome. That's great. But the Italian medallion cannot be consistent. <laughs> and, and, and JC was really good last night. I didn't say he was horrible. I just said he cost his team down the stretch. Am I wrong? Thank you. What else we got, intern Cody? Okay, I I can't do that right now. Um, Let's see here. This is back to our conversation with uh, names for baseball. Fort Myers Mighty Muscles. That one's kind of like that ring. Popeye. Binghampton. (laughs) What? Binghampton Rumble Ponies. Oh, man. I can only imagine what that mascot looks like. Cash Valley Beaver Claws. Wait, that's a team? That's not a team. I I, I mean, like, <laughs> I think that's a a, 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 a proposed name, a proposal. Oh, okay. Cash Valley Beaver Claws. Beaver Claws. All right. Wow. Okay. Uh, six eight nine one in reference to Russell Westbrook. You cannot put him in the top five. I agree. I agree. I, I similarly, yeah, he's a playmaker, but he's not in the top five. Of it, when you think of a true point guard, there's some other guys that have achieved some. Really amazing things, also. But uh, it's, I mean, Russ is kind of a class in, in and of itself. But I can think of other point guards that I'd put ahead of Russ. All right. So with that being said, let's take a, uh, our time out here because we got to get the stat that blew our mind. Yeah. And our yep. player of the week. Yep. Uh, who knows? Russell Westbrook may still be part of this conversation. We'll find out next here in the full court press. 
Dad, are you looking at Chevy trucks from Hanson Motors again? Oh, with all the stimulus money? Son, you and your sisters were worth a lot of money to me last month. <laughs> but I'm worth the most, right? Uh, sure. How do I convince your mother I need a new truck? Well, it's not just a truck, it's a Hanson. True. You could tell her Hanson Motors was voted dealer of the year. Three years in a row. I like the way you think. Up top, buddy. Hanson Motors in Brigham City. Hi, this is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. You're invited to come learn how to make an informed decision for your retirement, Medicare and Social Security. It's never too early to plan for the future. The third Thursday, May 20th at 7 p.m., come to a free seminar at our office. Call 752-9493 for details. We will answer your Medicare and Social Security questions. Come the third Thursday, May 20th, call 752-9493 to RSVP as seating is limited. Wouldn't it be nice to work for a company that puts their employees first and isn't afraid to say thanks for a job well done? An employer who respects you and has no problem rewarding you with a competitive wage and benefits package? You belong with a company like 3rd Gen Machine right here in Logan. 3rd Gen Machine is hiring CNC operators, machinists, and maintenance technicians. Apply on Indeed. Just go to Indeed.com and search 3rd Gen Machine. Trust me, 3rd Gen Machine is where you want to be. Equal opportunity employer. TTM Technologies is searching for career-minded candidates to fill multiple positions. Open positions include production associates and machine operators, leadership, managers, supervisors, technical positions, engineers, and accounting. You can learn more about these positions online at careers.ttmtech.com. Employees of TTM Technologies enjoy incredible health benefits and cash incentives. In just your first year of employment, you're eligible for three weeks paid time off. Tuition reimbursement is available for full and part-time employees, health insurance, which includes dental, vision, and prescription, 401k and life insurance plus quarterly and annual bonuses and more to learn more about the jobs available and what it's like to work at ttm technologies go online to careers.ttmtech.com you must be 18 or older and a u.s citizen to apply come join a world leader in printed circuit board manufacturing with over 26,000 employees worldwide ttm technologies right here in logan apply online at careers.ttmtech.com ttm technologies is an equal opportunity employer well what shall we talk about you're listening to the doug gottlieb show do i think it's a good look for for kevin durant to to go after michael rapport no but i also think that if we are we taking everything that's said on surface level as being like i just it feels like there is a locker room talk aspect to it the doug gottlieb show weekday afternoons from one to four on sports talk radio 1069 fm 1390 Another full court press show is coming to a close, but you can find them on Twitter. Follow Eric Franzen at E. Franzen and Ajay Salveson at Ajay Salvi. If you missed today's episode, find it on 1069thefan.com or wherever you get your podcast. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Full Court Press, Eric France and Amajay Salveson, Cody Olsen running the board. About five minutes left here on a great edition of the Full Court Press. What a fun show this has been. A lot of great texts coming oh, in today. You, you awesome, guys are awesome. Awesome listeners just texting in and, and sharing their thoughts. 6834 texted in. Hey, when you're talking about great point guards of all time, you have to include the glove. Gary Payton, the greatest defensive point guard of all time. Only point guard to win Defensive Player of the Year. Mm. Greatest defensive point guard of all time. Wow. Boy, Gary Payton doesn't get talked about enough. No, I, I will concede I would that. I yeah. would absolutely agree to that. Yeah, 
Uh, all right, well, it's time to uh, get to our stat and player that blew our mind. Uh, or stat and player, player that blew our mind. Well, I guess that's true. The too. stat of the week and the uh, player that blew our mind? <laughs> Tell you someone who blew your mind. All right, uh, let's get to our stat. Let's go. Oh, oh, oh my! I... <laughs> Hi, Cody. Uh, uh, thank you, thank you. It's really Blank good to be here. once again. <laughs> once again, I, I don't think so. All right, forget it. Let's just do it. Time to see who the real MVP is. If you have a good game. Your game is going to say that. You, know, you don't have to say it. Puts a lot of cool things in perspective. Anytime you're the first time doing something. It's the full court press player of the week. Let's go. All right, Ajay, my player of the week. And Ajay and I did not compare notes before we did this, so nine times out of the ten, we sometimes get the same guy. And if I go first, Ajay always gets mad because I allegedly stole his We got four reference. minutes. Go. Uh, my player of the week, I have to give it to Russell Westbrook. Look, he set a new NBA record. Uh, over the last five games, he's averaged 23.5 points, 16.5 rebounds, nearly 19 assists per game. That is Crazy, but you can, I can, you can pad stats to some degree, but to that level, that's just effort. That's just a guy that's given everything every game, every play. Based on what he has done, I, I also got Russell Westbrook. I mean, that is incredible what he's done. That is so many triple doubles. I know it's like, well, he hasn't won in the playoffs, but we're not talking about playoffs. We're talking about career individual performances. And, a record that many people thought would never be broken. Yeah. And I just, that's amazing. So I, I, I do got Russell Westbrook. Yep. Russell Westbrook has averaged 21.8 points per game, 13.6 rebounds per game, and 13.1 assists per game over the last 16 games. No other player in NBA history averaged a triple 13 over a 16 game span within one season. Wow. 5 that's 3 crazy. 3 8, stat that blew his mind. AJ is 0 9 and 1 in his last 10 pick six. <laughs> that is crappy. Uh, that is bad. All right. Let's get to a stat that blew our mind. I just kind of like went to that, and uh, the stat that blew your mind is not on the board right now. But okay, here we go. Let's go ahead. So uh, Bradley Beal, Russell Westbrook. Okay, we all talk about Russell Westbrook, but uh, according to ESPN stats and info, this this is pretty crazy. Uh, Bradley Beal's fifty points and Russell Westbrook's thirty point triple double became the third set of teammates in NBA history to score fifty and record a thirty point triple double in the same game since Mikael and Bird did it in nineteen eighty five, and then Baylor and West did it all as well in sixty one. Wow. Rare feat. That's crazy. That is crazy. All right, for me, the stat that blew my mind, Jordan Clarkson had a heck of a game for the Jazz last night. But, but, there's a big but. Uh, he is a, he, he doesn't have a big but. He's a good-looking but. Uh, I don't want to go there. All right. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, <laughs> the first player in NBA history to score 40 or more points, take 15 or more threes, while recording zero assists off the bench. There we go, Jordan Clarkson. No assists. Making the team better, baby. It's all about me. It's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> Nine, four, six, three. The stat that blew my mind. Two hours. The amount of time AJ convinced Bell Belichick to stay on the show today. You know, here's the thing. Uh, We're just focused on the next game. No, but Coach, I I, I do want to ask you. Uh. What the fetch are you thinking drafting AJ McCarron? Uh, you know, I don't uh I don't watch those fantasy drafts. I don't do mock drafts. You never did answer this question, but do you miss Tom Brady? He plays really good football. 
What do you miss about Tom the most? Uh, Nick Saban's a good resource. They play good football down there in Alabama. Uh, We're just hey, focusing on Seattle. I, 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 on hey, listen, Seattle. I know you're a big fan of the full court press on 106 and FM 1390. We're just focusing on Seattle. I just, who do you, uh, who you We're just ready for? for the next game. Oh, shoot. Yeah. All right. We got to kill. That's that's Bill Belichick. Uh, big thanks to him for joining the show. He, he's he been uh, wonderful. Uh, thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Yeah. We just got to practice harder. I think we get it, Coach. No. <laughs> we'll just we'll, – we'll get it in practice. I'm sure. Uh, Eric, thank you for joining us as well. Grateful to have you. Yeah. I'm feeling good. Glad to be here. Glad you didn't uh, try to kick me out of the studio like you wanted to. Goodbye, everybody.